Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <coughs> oh, Danny boy. The pipes. The pipes are calling. Whistle through the shamrocks. A new radio play by Nicola Coughlin and Camilla Whitehill. With David Ames, Jamie Beamish, Stephanie Beatrice, Jordan Brooks, Kat Cohen, Nicola Coughlin, Ed Gamble, Louisa Harland, Paul Mallon, Ben Miller, Brennock O'Connor, Kyle Smith-Bino, Jonathan Van Ness, Amalia Vitale, Camilla Whitehill, Susan Wacoma, and very possibly still Andrew Scott. Yeah, it's still not off the table. Scene one. The O'Flanahins are in their little home, the girls sadly chipping, while the boys reluctantly pack belongings into boxes. Tiny Nellie is in a makeshift hospital bed. From Glen to Glen and down the mountainside. <coughs> oh, God love you, my poor little child. The tuberculosis is getting the better of you. God help and save us all. Daddy bursts in drunk. Kill all the breeds! Kill all the breeds! Murder them! Kill them! They're all useless shits! Would you ever stop that bloody racket? Tis no time at all to be singing songs when today is the day the Brits are to come and take away all we hold dear. When I look back on my life, I think mainly of the sunshine as it dances on the potato field, bouncing off their brown, brown skins and back into me eyes. And suddenly I am but a child, a girl with skint knees and ruddy cheeks, my hands skimming the grass as I run, run without fear, without abandon, not knowing a thing about this life but that it is mine. It is mine and I love it. I would run into the kitchen to see my own mother on her knees, scrubbing and scrubbing, and I'd run past her and into my room. I'd fetch my little teddy bear, Araha was his name, after the Celtic god nostalgia. And together we'd burst back out into the world singing. My God, how we'd sing. Singing a greeting to the fairies as we went. And the wind whistling through the shamrocks was just that. A wind, a moment, a flutter. And nothing was bad. There were potatoes enough for dinner and nobody ever died. Nobody ever died. What the feck was that, Granny? Have you been on the breakfast whiskey again? Is this what's to become of us? Being talked out of the home where all twenty or so of my children were born by that bastard Cromwell. My eldest child dead and another seconds away from returning to the Lord's lap. <coughs> what do you mean, Daddy? Ah, Jesus. I don't see why we can't just dig a moat around the house to keep that English bastard out of the way. You know Englishmen can't swim. Once again, Granny, you're thinking of medieval witches. Englishmen can swim just fine. Sure haven't they been swimming across the Irish Sea to harass us for generations? Simpy likes moats. Suddenly, we notice Quentin Simpy Dumlington handcuffed to a pile of turf. Ah, Simpy, now you know we're not meant to talk to you while you're under house arrest here. We have to keep you in custody until someone tells us what to do with you. I knows, Mammy. 
I'm sorry for saying words, but thank you for the hot chock chock and my lion. Oh, for fuck's sake, Mammy. What are you doing letting him have that murdering lion back? Ah, sure, would you look at him? That lovely, simple face due to spend the rest of his life in prison. How could I say no to him? Actually, I'd like to make a formal complaint about the terrifying lion also. He keeps biting my habit. Father Sarupio and Sister Abductor are also handcuffed to the same pile of turf. Now, do you two really think you've the right to be making demands to me after I had to arrest you for trying to steal my baby Paddy and sell him to the Yanks? Well... Well, you don't. Now, just tell me if you want your ham sandwiches with or without crusts. Crusties for me. Samesies. Suddenly we hear a coughing fit, far worse than any we've heard before. <coughs> Tiny Nelly, oh may the angels and saints protect us. <coughs> Mammy, if I die, will baby Jesus greet me at the gates of heaven? Oh my poor sweet girl, I'll say a rosary for you and pray to St. Fidelma of the Atrocities that your cure for tuberculosis will come against all possible odds. Oh my God. Oh my god, hang on, wait. What? Andrew's agent is calling. Andrew's calling? Yes! Oh my god, just in time, we can re-record any of these parts with his voice instead. Tell his agent, just name his time, we'll get it sorted out. Get to fuck. Okay, everyone, shut up. Hi, James. Nicola, I'm sorry to say this to you because, honestly, I was a fan, but Andrew is genuinely scared. He has no idea how you got his home address or why you sent him so many exploding cards to his house, but this is my last warning to you before we involve the police. Please leave him alone. Um, I couldn't tell what he was saying there. I think there was like some background noise. You know, why would we ever need Andrew Scott when we already have the best actors in the world right here? Uh, you just said you would replace any of us. Let's keep going. Susie. Mammy, we've come to the last bag of sports. By God. Tis a tragic day in Bally's Navachery. The last bag of spuds ever to be chipped in this fair house before Cromwell has us out in the street. The only other way we had to earn money was with tiny Nenny's tin whistle playing, but her diminished lung capacity means we can't even do that. <laughs> sure, mammy. We've nothing left! Cromwell and Oswald burst through the back door of the farmhouse drinking cans of Stella. Oi, oi! Who's ready to be evicted? Motherfuckers! Yeah, pack your pots of gold and get out, you scumbags. God, I feel good. It's like the famine all over again. Just horrifically assaulting Irish people for no reason other than it's an absolute laugh. May God forgive you, you're some shower of pricks altogether. Listen, you ancient sack of bones, I don't care what you tell God, or what he says back for that matter. It's time for you to get the F out of here. Marstakart the Sosnik, Yevas, Kakanishakanro, Harig to our. Christ, Commo, the old hag is speaking in tongues. I'm speaking Irish, a big heap of shite. Now, calm yourself, Granny. You're 105. You can't be getting stressed like that. Please, Cromwell. Would you ever have mercy on us? Mercy? <laughs> Good luck with that. My greatest joy in life is persecuting those weaker than me, so you better believe I'm going to enjoy every moment of. Ripping your lives apart. Enough! We've had 800 years of British oppression in this country, and I won't stand for one day more. You'll never take out home, Cromwell. Not over my dead body! Oh, shut up! I am so sick of you stupid little leprechauns, ruining all my fun. First you kill my daughter, then you give my wife self-worth, now you refuse to leave? 
I'm not having this. The English come to Ireland to fuck shit up. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Cromwell gets a pistol out of his jacket pocket and points it straight at Daddy. No! Hasta la vista, baby. Cromwell shoots Daddy dead. No! Daddy, no! You've killed him, you bastard. How could you? Please, Father, please, don't kill Simpy's friends. Oh, you can shut up. You're a complete waste of space. In fact, that's my name. Jesus Christ, you've killed Simpy. Uh, State the obvious much. My God, you're pure evil. You can shut up on a wall. What the? Holy God, stop this massacre. You know what? This is the only way. You're all disgusting maggots trawling this earth, making it all gross with your dirty ways. It's time to clean house. Cromwell shoots every single person in the house, including all the children. Bridget, Tiny Nelly, Granny Maureen, the lion, Father Serupio, and Sister Abductor. My God, Cromwell, why did you do that? They deserved it. The Irish are a scourge on this earth, and it's my mission to rid the world of them. Now, come on, let's go and toast to my victory. Rule Britannia! Bitches! The end. What? The end, because it's the end of the play. Guys, wow, honestly, thank you so much. I feel like we've created something really special. If that's the end, why did you make me and Susie come in? Well, we thought you'd want to know what happens. Jesus Christ! Your ending is that everyone gets shot in the head by Cromwell. Seriously? Yeah, well, Irish drama hinges on being unrelentingly depressing. Like, if bad things don't happen to every single character, then it's not really in the tradition of Irish theatre. Sorry, but the English characters, they survive. Cool. Uh, Can we go? Uh, We booked a table at a pub down the road, so... Yeah, I've got to get to my dentist's um, intervention. Magvelda, um, you can stop recording now. Actually, not so fast. Uh, You're welcome to come to the pub too, Magvelda. My name is not Magvelda. And I'm not a Swedish experimental sound artist. Uh, okay. Who are you then? My name is Lauren Olivier. Great, great granddaughter of Sir Lawrence Olivier. I'm the head of new plays at the National Theatre and I'm here to tell you we want Whistle Through the Shamrocks to headline our next season. (gasps) This has to be a joke. Lauren Olivier. We sent the place so many times and you never got back to us. Yeah, we sent like a thousand emails and at least three boomfs. I know, and we loved them. But we wanted you to work on the play unencumbered by our thoughts. Your raw talent is what makes the play so compelling. Uh, 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 what? So we devised a plan. We got Nicola's agent to suggest recording it as a radio play and I would come in undercover as Mac Velder, the sound designer. I followed you to the Soho Theatre Bar that night. But why? Why? We want the play recorded so we can send it to Broadway. We know they'll want a transfer. This could not make less sense. Well, that's theatre, baby. Oh my God, I knew it. I knew the play was good enough for the National. I never, ever doubted it. I just assumed you were making a terrible mistake. (laughs) No, never. We just have one note. The ending. I know, it's fantastic. It is fantastic, but Broadway will never accept it. You know the Americans, they need a happy ending. I don't suppose you have an alternate final scene. 
It is crazy you say that. Yeah, one night Nicka and I got drunk while watching Joey, the Friends spin-off, and we ended up writing what we like to call the sitcom ending. I'll email it over to everyone now and we can record it. That would be fantastic. Are you kidding? I I, I do have to go like soonish. Everyone, please take a seat. God, I'm just like so happy. Oh, it's same, it's like I knew this was good, but the validation is so nice. So will I be playing Daddy on Broadway? Uh yeah, maybe. Siri, remind me to check Mark Wahlberg's availability. For this version, we will need everyone, but luckily we have Zoom and stuff. Camilla, have you yeah, texted? Yeah, I've, I just texted everyone. I think we're good to go. <laughs> and don't worry, girls. I might have been undercover, but I still know how to use this, baby. <laughs> <laughs> have I taken drugs without realising? Has everyone got the script? I'm sorry, is there a full musical number in this? Okay, so whistle through the Shamrock's alternate final scene, action. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling From glen to glen and down the mountainside Now then, Tiny Nelly, are you all packed? Do you have your tin whistle and your treadbare fingerless gloves? <coughs> yes, Mammy. Bridget helped me pack them earlier. Mammy, can Simpy have a hot chalky? Simpy, Father Serupio and Sister Abductor are chained to a pile of turf in the corner. Sure, Simpy, I'll make you all hot chocolates in a second. Just let me finish packing my earthly possessions up. Ready for a life of unimaginable suffering on the streets. Marshmallows on mine, please. Mammy, we've come to the last bag of spots. By God, tis a tragic day in Bally's Navajarine. The last bag of spots ever to be chipped in this fair house before Cromwell has us out on the street. The only other way we had to earn money was with tiny Nellie's tin whistle playing, but sure, her diminished lung capacity means... We can't even do that. Charmaine, we've not left. Now, Daddy, pull yourself together. Don't I know times are hard? But it's nothing the Irish haven't been dealing with for generations. Persecution runs in our veins, and by God, we won't let that English bastard see us sweat. Oh, Jesus, Mammy, you're right. You're some woman, Mammy. No wonder I've had around 25 children with you. The front door suddenly slams open to reveal Cromwell and Oswald, both drinking Stellas via those beer-drinking hats you see in American films. All right! Who's ready to be evicted, motherfuckers? Yeah, and hurry up. We've got tickets to that Guinness factory tour. We're going to wee into the vats of beer, then drink it anyway. It's sterile. Yeah. You said we had until sunset, you teething British bastard! Yeah, well, to be fair, the sun literally hasn't come out in the entire time I've been in Ireland, so fuck knows when that even is. Suddenly, the back door bursts open to reveal IRA Jimmy framed in the doorway, smoking a menthol cigarette. Well, well, well. What a nice little gathering we have here. He flicks the cigarette on the floor like a cool guy from a film and walks in, his tan leather jacket flapping behind him. <laughs> Look, Ozzy, it's the world's shittest terrorist back again to cause more nothing. <laughs> yeah. How many cars have you even blown up in your life, you useless mick? Ha. <laughs> huh. That's funny. That's very, very funny. I... A side door slams open to reveal Camilla Parker Dumlington wearing a brightly coloured maxi dress, similar to one your aunt is wearing in her Facebook profile picture. I've had an epiphany at the airport! I'm terribly sorry, madam, but I'm actually in the middle of a dramatic reveal thing, if you don't mind. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry, I'll wait my turn. Thank you. That dress looks cracking on you, by the way. Oh my. Uh, hello? <clears throat> uh, as I was saying, I've actually come here to say... 
Cromwell Dumblington isn't responsible for the murder of Paddy Johnny Tommy Paddy after all. What? He shot him in front of us. Yeah, uh, but as a civic duty. What's the meaning of this, Jimmy? Tell you what, instead of me explaining it, why don't we hear it from... Paddy Johnny Tommy Paddy! <gasps> Everyone is agog as through yet another side door comes a very alive Paddy Johnny Tommy Paddy, looking healthy, tall and well endowed. Well then, have you missed me? Jesus Christ! A feckin' ghost! Jesus, Father, we need an exorcism! Someone get the holy water out of my jacket pocket. No, lads, I'm not a ghost. <laughs> Brother Paddy, is that really you? Come here and show everyone I'm real, Tiny Nelly. Tiny Nelly toddles cautiously towards the outstretched arms of Paddy Johnny Tommy Paddy. He pulls her in for a beautiful hug. <gasps> He's real, everyone! He's real! God bless us and save us. Our eldest son returned to us after all! Oh, my son, my son, my son. Praise be to God, I'm alive. How can this be? Well, you've got that IRA Jimmy to thank for that. Uh, how did you do it, Uncle Jimmy? Well, it was simple, really. I knew I couldn't go back to Belfast without doing something cool. I sent a pigeon to one of the raw lads saying that one of our own was in trouble. They really don't like me, but they love Paddy Johnny Tommy Paddy. And they got to work immediately. We quickly devised a scheme. A bunch of the raw lads came down and pretended to be black and tans. We copied accents off old episodes of Faulty Towers and Cromwell and his sidekick were none the wiser. They were so drunk by the time they organised the firing squad... They didn't even realise that the lads weren't even holding real guns. Merely gun shapes whittled out of potato. I hope those potatoes got eaten after. That's an awful waste. Well, holy God. Holy God is right, Daddy. Then, when Paddy Johnny Dommy Paddy faked his death, we simply slipped him in a potato sack and hid him in the pub until I could reveal him at a really cool moment like this one. Oh, Jimmy, it's truly a miracle. I'm so happy. God bless you, Jimmy. We love you, Paddy. Goodness, you're terribly brave. Oh, well... Thank you. It's nothing, really. Right, okay, cool. That's all lovely and well fucking done for getting away with it. But guess whose gun isn't made of potato? Mine. Cromwell pulls out his gun. (gasps) It's time to clean house. Cromwell squeezes the trigger. And nothing happens. Huh? Hmm. Stupid gun. I'll try that again. He squeezes it again. Nothing. What the... The bullets have been taken out. Who took my bullets? Oh, come on, Cromo. Who would do a thing like that? Surely not your closest friend. (gasps) Fucking head. What? Oswald grins and pulls out a fistful of bullets from the pocket of his chinos. Then, quick as a flash, produces a pair of handcuffs and puts them on Cromwell. Cromwell Dumblington, you are under arrest for grievous economical harm under the 1923 Barlow Act. You don't be in... That's right. I'm not the head of the Black and Tans. I'm an undercover agent from the HMRC. It's time to pay the tax man, pal. But that can't be. I, I, I'm a member of the English aristocracy. I'm meant to get away with quite literally any crime I want. That's what bloody Tories always say. But, Ozzy, you're, you're a Tory, right? Wrong, bucko. I had an awakening after school finished. I accidentally stumbled upon a communist meeting, thinking it was an orgy for drunk hippies. It totally changed me. I married a super hot commie babe and ended up a Marxist. Now I spend my days bringing Tory scum to justice, while my wife weaves organic baskets for LGBTQIA plus refugees. No! This can't be true! How about 
all the times we played Soggy Biscuit. Were those all lies? Come with me. I'm going to tie you up outside for a bit. I promised some of the guys down the pub they could come by and spit on you. Oswald drags a sobbing Cromwell outside. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, I can't believe this. First my son has returned to us, and now that British bastard is arrested and tied up outside to be drowned in spittle. How has this happened? We are blessed indeed. All we need now is to avoid our impending homelessness, and everything would be perfect. Ah, God, Mammy, I wish I could have saved the farmhouse, but I couldn't find a way. Saved the farmhouse, you say? I'm sorry, who are you again? I've just remembered. Cromwell moved some assets into my name a month or so ago, muttered something about the feds being hot on his arse, and made me sign a whole pile of deeds. And one of those deeds was for this very farm. Technically, I own the place. Well, Camilla, sure we promise we'll pay our rent on time. Oh, don't be silly. What do I need with a dilapidated Irish farm? Why, it's yours. I've been wondering how I can ever thank you for giving me a backbone and some semblance of a personality, and this is perfect. But this is too much. Quiet, woman. We'll take it. Oh, wonderful. I'm so terribly glad. That's a real classy thing to do there, miss. Well, well, thank you. And may I say, I think your jacket is really sexy. Oh, Jesus. Can a humble IRA man like myself take a fancy lady like you out for a pint of Guinness? Oh, my. I'd love that. The only fly in the ointment is I'm still married to my greasy pig of a husband. Camilla, sure you've done so much for us today. Let me help you now. You see, I'm the local notary, and I can get you divorced right now with the help of a priest. Oh, that's me. I can do that. Mommy, I'm terribly sorry for all that business with the babby. Yes. Well... As you know, in Ireland, it's illegal to arrest a priest or a nun, so there's not much we can do there. But you can at least help my friend Camilla here out of her awful marriage. I'll do the paperwork if you perform the secret Catholic quickie divorce ceremony. With pleasure. As Father Sirupio performs the divorce, the door slams open once again to reveal Aunt Bernadette. I'm back, baby. (gasps) Bernie! My God, how did you make it back from the United States so soon? Frequent flyer miles, honey. Look, I spoke to my therapist and ended up feeling super guilty about, like, hitting and quitting after PJTP refused to come with me to become an influencer slash model, even though I'd already lined up a flat tummy tikka lab. Anyways, I hit up my friend at the CDC and I brought a little press to make up for it. Honey, will you open this? Aunt Bernadette hands a box to Tiny Nelly, who opens it and looks confused. What is it at all, Auntie Bernie? <coughs> It's the cure for tuberculosis, cutie. I debated it because legit TB keeps you skinny, but ultimately will kill you. So go off, girl. Get your life. Literally. Oh, my God. Can this be true? Is our tiny Nelly to be saved? Oh, literally, for sure. It's honestly like NBD. I got it for free. I just have to put a pic of me hugging Anthony Fauci on my Instagram story. Our tiny wretched daughter saved. Oh, God bless you, Barney. Love it. Oswald saunters back in. Christ, he's absolutely soaked in spit already. The queue goes all the way back to the big hill. My God, the luck of the Irish has saved us all. But what's to happen to Simpy, Daddy? Will I be taken away to big boy jail? The cellar door slams open to reveal... Tiona, I'm back at the farmhouse. Hey, Hey, Jim. Jim. 
my car broke down and the only transport in this town seems to be a donkey and cart owned by a man called Brick Murphy who's been too inebriated to stand for this entire time. I've been sleeping in the front porch. By God! Agent Bigfoot, tis yourself! Detective Inspector Mammy, it's good to see you. I have to say I was trying to escape Ballysnagverine, but I'm glad I stuck around because I have news to deliver. What is it, Detective? It relates to the punishment of Quinton Simpy Dumblington for the murder of Eloisa Louisa Dumblington. I've had a letter from the United Nations Human Rights Commission who stated that in the absence of any prison in this area, the defendant should be kept in a small, hut-like residence and sentenced to manual labour. So, Simpy can live in the poop hut and chip potatoes? Yes, I think that should be adequate. Oh, Simpy is a happy boy. Agent Bigfoot, Inspector Berlin from HMRC Barlow Division. I have another criminal here. In fact, he is the father of Quentin Dumblington. What do you propose we do with him? I suggest the same. He should be kept in the poop hut along with his son. OK, perf. I'll let him know. Oh boy, oh boy! Simpy got his wish! Daddy stay in poop hut with Simpy forever and ever! Ah, that's only lovely for you, Simpy. <coughs> Paddy, Johnny, Tommy, Paddy. What's wrong, son? Ah, sure look, Daddy. Don't I know it's a lucky day what with me not being dead and us not being made homeless and the miracle cure for consumption arriving on our door from the US of A... But I can't help but feel sad that my love, Eloisa Louisa, isn't here. Suddenly, we hear an earth-shattering wail that rocks the walls of the farmhouse. The banshee has returned. Oh, Jesus Christ! I knew this day was too good to be true. What misery are you bringing to befall us now? Okay, listen, can I just say, that's actually really rude. You always assume I have something bad to say and none of you have taken the time to get to know me. And I'm actually super nice. Sorry, Banshee. Sorry about that. Okay, well, I appreciate the apology. Has the very flattering many a tragedy has befallen you, but I bring from the afterworld the most precious of gifts. In the middle of the floor, an apparition appears. The beautiful ghost of Eloisa Louisa. I have brought back the spirit of Eloisa Louisa back for one vital dance. Like in Casper? Like in Casper. Here you go! Oh my god! Eloisa, Louisa, it's it's you! I can feel you! Oh my goodness! Paddy, Johnny, Tommy, Paddy! I've missed you terribly! I can feel your body! And I yours! Let's go upstairs, quickly! Oh, would you like to see my boobies? Oh, would I ever! As the horny teenager sprints upstairs, Oswald returns to Cromwell, who looks downright miserable. I feel like shit! You deserve it, you prick! I'm afraid you do deserve it, Cromwell. By the way, we're divorced now, and I just gave IRA Jimmy a hand shandy in the bathroom. She's some woman. I'm just... Like, I, I, I know I'm literally the worst man alive, but also, you know, mental health matters, you know, and, and I, I feel sad about things, so... Maybe everyone should be nice to me instead. Like, hashtag be kind. Cromwell, you're an awful prick who tried to murder my son, make my family destitute and ruin our entire lives. But look now, my son's back. My daughter's TB is cured. We're to keep our house and your daughter's ghost is riding my son to heaven and back upstairs. I could stand here and laugh at you. But it's not the Irish way. Huh. Well, uh, what is the Irish way? Forget all about it, have a drink and sing a little song. That sounds really nice. (laughs) 
sure everything's turned out great for everybody everything's looking class from here on in sure there were some dark clouds on the horizon but we stuffed those dark clouds right inside a bin everything's looking splendid for tomorrow everything's looking brighter than the sun Though there were times that things looked kind of scary Everything's actually great for everyone Welcome to our happy ending Come to the farmhouse, stick around When you think your world is ending A promise friendship can be found Nice for big old me. I'm sorry that I done a murder, but boy, look at me now. Sitting in the poop pod cuddling daddy. Everything's turned out weirdly here for promo. I don't know whether to be happy or fucking pissed. I used to be a wealthy man. Loads of gold points, but now I live in a poop hut. What a twist! Welcome to our happy ending. Come to the farmhouse, stick around. When you think your world is ending, a promise friendship can be found. through the shamrocks was friendship all along I no longer want to kill all the bricks We're gonna go get married in Vegas I'm moving to Belfast with IRA Jimmy The end. Broadway, here we come, baby. You've done it. You've written the world's greatest play. I love that. You know, I, I do actually love it. It's dead good. I, I, I'm going to Broadway too, right? I love you, Camilla. I love you too, Nick. 
Whistle Through the Shamrocks was written and created by Nicola Coughlin and Camilla Whitehill. The cast were David Ames, Jamie Beamish, Stephanie Beatrice, Jordan Brooks, Kat Cohen, Nicola Coughlin, Ed Gamble, Louisa Harland, Paul Mallon, Ben Miller, Breno O'Connor, Kyle Smith-Bino, Jonathan Van Ness, Amalia Vitale, Camilla Whitehill, and Susan Wacoma. Whistle Through the Shamrocks was recorded and edited by Alexis Adamora and Digri Waite. The Simpy song and the finale song, the composer was Susanna Pierce, and the musical arranger was Tim Sutton. The ballad of Paddy Johnny Tommy Paddy was composed and performed by Brennick O'Connor. The producer was Chris Jones. The executive producer was Claire Broughton. And the podcast artwork is by C6 Sailor. Whistle Through the Shamrocks is a hat-trick podcast. Nicola and Camilla have since been extradited to Dublin for crimes against Ireland, theatre and the concept of accents. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.